Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger syndrome, also called autism spectrum disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Welcome to Aspieland. I'm John Allen, your host. And I'm Kathy. Glad to be joining you again. Yeah, that's my co-host, by the way. I love to say that. This is a podcast for everyone, whether you have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder or you're neurotypical. And we want everyone to feel welcome and that they belong. And that you're accepted here. Yes. That's the idea of learning to understand each other and accept each other by looking at life through each other's eyes. For those of you who have Asperger's Syndrome or Autism Spectrum Disorder, we want you to understand that neurotypical world that we live in and how all that works and how it affects you and how you affect it. For those of us who are neurotypical, this is an opportunity to learn and grow and better understand our fellow persons and those we may be in relationship who are on the spectrum. All right. This is the third part of a three-part series. So this is the last of the three-part series on navigating neurodiverse marriage. In our first part, we talked about processing communication and how sometimes us Aspies might check out or go silent. Yes. Which or that it appears that you're checked out, right. but really you're processing the information so it can come across that you aren't listening. And <laughs> or it, maybe or you're that not. you don't care. Yes, exactly. Yes. Right, right. We also talked about work mode versus home mode and coming home from work because it's one kind of communication. And when you get home, it's another kind of communication. And you need a time to decompress and change gears and get yourself ready mm -hmm. to be at home so you focus on... The relationship. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Right. And then we talked about processing emotion and expressing it. The difficulty that those of us who have Asperger's Syndrome, Autism Spectrum Disorder have in processing emotion in our head and then getting the words out so you, as a neurotypical, can understand it and relate to it and be, we can make conversation work. In part two, we talked about several things. One of them was a, providing a safe space in order to be able to have communication feel more open and not threatening. And to, that enables feelings to be able to be expressed. And that's real important. Yes. Uh, to be able to express things both from me to you and you to me at the same time. Right. And make it so we can both understand each other. Yes. Uh, we introduced the idea of talk nights, which was a time set aside just to do that, just to talk and build that relationship up and learn how to talk to each other and relate to each other. Right. And it can be done not necessarily at night. That's working for us. But, you know, setting aside a particular talk time for each other doesn't have to be real long, but it, it provides an opportunity and an area to be able to verbally express. So both people in the relationship can feel safe in opening up. We also mentioned that 
I have found that it helps if we are talking in ways that I'm not forcing John to have to look at me. And we talked about eye contact. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And Thank and you. the lack thereof. <laughs> and not the lack thereof, but just but that that I... can be a hindrance yes. to our communication. Yes, because it uh, disrupts my ability to communicate. Or to some... concentrate sometimes. Yes, that's also yeah. true, very much yes. so. We also talked about responding with little words and phrases just to give you a response, as opposed to showing real interest in what we're doing. We're not engaging necessarily in the conversation fully. We're just saying, oh yeah, I'm okay. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. I'm not worried about it. Right. Yes. And and anybody, honestly, anybody can do that in a relationship can go, "Mm mm-hmm, uh-huh, and they're not really paying attention. Yeah. But uh, in in our situation, we brought out that that we had some little cues that we were working on. And if any, obviously, if you need more detail, you can go back and listen to both of those podcasts. Matter of fact, that would probably be very helpful if you'd stop now, if you haven't listened to them and go back and listen to the other two. That's the beauty of a podcast yeah. is you can run around and do all that stuff. In this podcast, we're going to concentrate on feelings because feelings are important for both parties, for both people, the, the neurotypical spouse and the spectrum spouse. Uh, we're going to talk about empathy towards how we both think and try to relate to each other and the fact that relationships are vital. Yes, and we want to say in disclosing, we're not experts. We're fellow travelers, just like you. We're exploring things, we're learning, and we're growing. We're going to talk about how feelings are important, both for me and for you at the same time. Well, not only feelings are important, that they exist. So we're kind of coming against a myth and stigma about persons on the spectrum. Having no feelings. Right, or yes. not having the degree of feeling right. that. And that comes possibly from when we're processing and we go silent, it looks mm-hmm. like we don't care. Mm-hmm. And so it can be misconstrued that we just don't care in general. And yeah. that is not true. Right. And being able to express how you feel with your partner needs time and space. And it's important in a relationship that you both feel heard. Very true. And if somebody's issues or struggles are triggering to you, that's a time to step back and go, well, why? Why is it triggering me? What what's coming up? And yeah, that may yeah. need some more attention right. than a talk right. time. Right, exactly, exactly. Talk time is good to help bring out the idea of expressing your feelings. Yes. It's also good just to understand that the whole thing about this relationship issue is we both have feelings for each other. Yes. And we both need to understand that the other has feelings. Yes. And you're not the only one with the feelings. We don't just sit here and think or process or just twiddle or look around. We have feelings because what we want more than anything is a relationship. Yes, yes. And I think that's largely misunderstood. Yes, and I think it's important the idea of having empathy toward how we both think. Really understanding, putting yourself in their place, putting yourself with them. 
you know, not just taking it on and making it about you. Oh, but I see. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Is actually joining the person in their feeling, like instead of responding with, uh, well, we can do it autumn, do what happened the other day. We can do a little. <laughs> And this is where we can talk about things. As I mentioned, I had been stuck in traffic everywhere in the world. They're fixing a road. Doesn't matter what yeah. time of the year it is. And I was coming back. I had taken a trip to help my mom out. And I was coming back and I got in a big traffic jam. And it was just a little frustrating and it wasn't the end of the world. But when I expressed that to you, the response was, oh, at least it's not snowing out. Yeah. That was not what that I was wanted not to hear. Real... I, no, I, that was not empathy. Okay, that, that was would be not an my, example. That was not my feelings moment. There, it was. <laughs> you were not joining me in my moment. Now, you were it, fixing my moment. Yes, yes. In the Aspergerian brain, that made sense to say that. The problem is, it wasn't like you said. It wasn't very empathetic to you at all. Right. And honestly, though, I have to say that neurotypicals do that too. We are uncomfortable with people expressing discomfort or something. And it wasn't like, oh, I needed you to, you know, I just wanted to, oh, bummer. You know, that's all I needed. Yeah. I didn't need yeah. it fixed. And I think yeah. we both can do that. But the idea of being empathetic toward one another is yes. important. I think that's real important. So that and takes a moment of, I don't have to fix this. <laughs> you you yeah. just take a minute of stepping back and go, okay, yeah. what do they need from me right now? Sometimes exactly. they might need a, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, wow, tell me more about that. Or, or oh, bummer. how did you, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just how say, did you feel about that? Yeah, I just I say, wow, I didn't realize that. You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. You need to step, rather than knee jerk, right. which is, you know, make an instant reaction, Yes. step back for a second and think, okay, it sounds like they're frustrated or they're angry <laughs> or they're emotional. Deal with that. And then you can go into your whatever knee jerk And thing. I was able to say to you, that is not sounding very sympathetic. I understand that it's so nice that it's not snowing outside <laughs> while I was in the traffic jam. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Sunshine. Woohoo. But the point was, it wasn't anything needed fixing. <laughs> so that can honestly happen in any relationship. And, and I've done that to you too. I'm not really listening. And it's like, oh no, they're being negative. We need to fix that. And no. I think we have to allow a little yeah. space. Let somebody just get their feeling out. Exactly. And I think the fact that we're neurodiverse, yes. it kind of exacerbates that whole thing. Exacerbates. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. <laughs> I don't... It exacerbates. I'm not going to even say that. I'm not <laughs> going there with that one. Whatever she meant, yes. that's fine. It does exacerbate it. Okay. Yes. All right. So... The point of all of this is because relationships are vital, especially in close relationships, marriage relationships. You're wanting to, you know, you love each other. You want to support one another. And just because we're different doesn't mean we can't or it's impossible. And for those of us on the spectrum, it is really, really hard to have a relationship. But we want one so desperately. And it's not just us, it's also you, and it's also mm -hmm. my daughter, and it's mm -hmm. also the dog. I mean, <laughs> the son, our son in law, every, and our grandson. Everything and that lives yeah. needs relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to help you build 
is a great relationship between the two of you. Yeah. And we tend to, I don't know, I, I think I do anyway. I sometimes tend to overcompensate and overanalyze things. And I make assumptions and suppositions about that very vital relationship that might not be quite right. But if I don't discuss them yes. and we don't talk and we don't communicate and we don't have empathy. And listen and yes. let the other person know you've heard it. And, right. And being able to communicate that you were listening. Exactly. And, um, and it's hard not to jump in and fill in spaces and just say things, you know, and we both do it. I mean, oh, everybody sure. does it just, yeah. uh-huh, or, you know, just to fill up a space mindlessly or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I but mean, when that's part of when, the human condition. Right, and when you work really well together, when you get to a point where you're really starting to communicate well and you're starting to realize this other person has a life that I'm interested in. I want to set myself into that person's life. Mm -hmm. And the other person does the same mm -hmm. with that empathy thing going on. Mm -hmm. It becomes richer and it becomes... There's so a lot much, of joy. There's yes, just more, that's more it. Joy. It brings so much joy to the relationship. And it just helps the relationships to grow. You're, you're putting positive, instead of just, and in, in talk nights and all of that are great, but part of relationship is just the day-to-day. -day. That's you know, true. Interactions, yes, it is. Interactions and, right. and relationships are vital. And in the part of this that's learning and growing and understanding is in all relationships. And I was thinking about a story that this happened actually over our Christmas time celebration and our daughter has been very nostalgic and been doing very cool things with gifts and uh, getting very meaningful gifts of family history and oh, making yeah, ornaments yeah. and books and, uh, and yeah, ornaments, all kinds of things. Putting all sorts of stuff that's very, very directed and personal. And she had in her mind that she, and she's learning, she's coming along in this process too of learning and what it means and dad being on the spectrum and she's having to you know do her thing with understanding and so she had in her mind she was handing out these very special pictures that she wanted us to all open at the same time and it was, you know, the room was noisy and busy and things were happening. And, you know, yeah, pack, yeah. And the dog was here. Yeah. The, our grand yes. dog was here as well as our grandson. So everything was kind of in an uproar. And so she handed them out. And I heard her say, well, wait, everybody, you know, wait to open them all together. Well, John opened his present up and she was sad about that because she had planned to have this nice presentation and and yes. this she had this meaningful thing she had this all worked out in, in her head, head. yeah this is how it's gonna look and right and she works really hard to make things special so it was yeah. disappointing to her sure was we were talking about it later about the situation and I was trying to explain to her you know daddy didn't hear it when that stuff's going on he he it's too much happening. And then I said to her, you know, when we've gone to parades, you know how a parade is. You've sure. got all this stuff going in front of you. You know, you've got a car horns or a band or, 
you know, all all kinds it, of things happening. Yes, yeah. lots of lots of stimulation, and there's different people are throwing candy, and if you're in a big parade, they have floats, but you know, ours have been more low key. Anyway, I said, Daddy lives in a parade. For him, every setting like that is like all of this stuff going by. And I said, you know, when we've been in a parade, there's not a lot of talking and you don't really hear and there's so much going on. It's not really a time for what we would hope to be having a meaningful moment. Yes, (laughs) exactly. This is how Daddy lives. He lives in a parade and especially in a situation when it was turbo. Yeah, uh, turbo parade. Yeah, turbo parade (laughs) in the house (laughs) and in the room. And it was like a little light dawned. Oh, okay, okay. We're all walking it out and learning as we go. Yeah, yeah, and that issue that we were talking about is one of those things that we have to work out because we want to be part of each other's walk. Right, right. All right, well, I'll tell you what, the sand is running out of the hourglass. Okay. So we need to wrap this one up. All right. So if you have any questions for us or anything you'd like to talk about or you have a story, that would be yes, great. Yes, there's a I'd story love to hear you want to share or... Yeah. You can contact us by the website, aspieland.org at gmail.com, or you can contact me directly with john at aspieland.org. Those two will both get you right here, and we'll be happy to respond. We keep it confidential, so there's no uh, problems there. Don't forget to rate and review. There you go. I knew you had that in you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we like you to rate and review because that helps other people who might be surfing the web to find the podcast. And that's real important in case they're looking for something uh, of a solution. There's all sorts of different ways to search out information and help and ideas. And obviously, we're in a world where there's tons of information and there are people, I, I joke, and it's, well, it's not really a joke, it's true. Just a few years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was, literally did not know. Yeah. So for some people, this is a very helpful medium to yes, be able is. to glean information and hear stories. Moving forward, we are going to be sharing some things that we found helpful to us in some uh, resources. Forms. Yes. yes. We're going to share that on the next podcast. So if you stay with us, and I hope you will, you'll get to hear the resources that we have uh, read up on and stuff that we have found and really interesting and working, working on as in well. In the middle of as well. Yes. Exactly. And we'll share those with you on the next podcast. And in the meantime, we would like to ask to subscribe to the podcast through the website, not on your podcast provider, but on the website, aspieland.org. Gee, we hope you... Uh, Listen again. We really appreciate all of our listeners. Yes, we do. We do. We're, you've been also very kind and encouraging. And uh, no, we say it all the time that we're honored to uh, be on this journey with you. Yeah. We sure have enjoyed having you along. Please stay with us for all of our podcasts. Stay safe. And we'll see you again next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.